Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Johnson Tate, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 160 of the Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. I am in studio alone. <laughs> I am all alone today. Batch uh, has a pod that he's doing, and uh, Matt is got prior obligations, so it's just me. And guess what? We're going to talk about the Bruins. Big time, big, 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 big time, because they're doing big things. We're going to go over these four games. I really wish Batch was here, but I have something lined up for him later, so I really hope he's, of course, he's going to listen. So we'll have some fun with him later. It started out, the Bruins squeaking by Buffalo, (laughs) the good old Buffalo Sabres, two to one in overtime. It's funny because we know where we're at now. But, dude, if they had lost to Buffalo, oh, my good God, this could have been a horrible start. Hall wasn't impressive, but considering he hadn't played a lot, when he did, it was with the Sabres. I'll give him a pass. Riley and Lazar, wow, they impressed the hell out of me. Eric told me that Lazar would be really good. He was right. He's a great grinder. Riley, I've been impressed with everything he does on defense. He's fast. He can hit. He's physical, but he's pretty good on the power play. Everything he did, I loved. So I love the way that they fit in. At times, the Bruins played down, and when I say at times, I mean the entire game. I mean, they got to stop doing this. They've been losing to the Devils because of it. They've been losing to a lot of teams because of it, and a win is a win, but, man, things could be so much different. If they had lost this game, plus, it went to a shootout. Now, I've got to bring this up. they got to stop playing around with bad teams. Cassidy almost gave me a freaking heart attack. (laughs) He shoots Charlie Coyle who hasn't scored a goal in 21 games. He does score, though, which, thank God. And he shoots DeBrusque, who he's been trying, but he just hasn't been there. And to me, it's it's idiotic. And it's not because I don't like those players. It's because we've got Brad Marchand, we got Pasta, we got Bergeron, we got Hall now. I could go on, but they both scored. So no harm, no foul, Cassidy. It's just you got big balls to be putting those guys in those situations. Thank God they pulled it through for you. Even though it was close... And even though we won in a shootout, it was a bad team. I understand. I still felt fine coming off of this win. I, uh, you take what you can get. With what I liked and what I didn't like, I'll say that I loved the fourth line. I will say that they set the tone of the game. I hated the first line. They were skating around. They acted like they didn't know what was going on. Now, Pasternak moved back up. Maybe he needs some time to get acclimated. I'm only saying that because I know what happened. (laughs) But the first line, they played horrible and they weren't good. I am going to be eating crow on this the whole episode. So Chris Miller, if you're listening, you're going to love this. I was not ready to crown Swayman after a couple of games. But now that I have a little bit of a sample size, I'm going to admit he looks pretty real and he looks pretty damn good. So I'm pumped up about him and I'm pumped up about his future. I'm also going to point out that David Krejci had a point in this game, and you'll understand as we move on why I am bringing that up and why I'm saying that. So I will keep going back to this. We move on to the dreaded Islanders. To this point in the season, 
we have just looked like ass against them. We can't beat them in any way. It's just been bad. We had Tuka Rask come back, and he's coming back from injury. We don't know if he's going to be rusty. I'm thinking this dude might get shelled. It might be really bad. I thought he played well considering how long he sat out for and being thrown in against a team that owned us. Dude, the Bruins scored twice in the first period. I could not believe it. The second period, they classic Bruins. They let their foot off the gas. They let the Islanders creep back in. It was a two-to-one game. It went back and forth. But, man, in the third period, newly acquired Taylor Hall puts his foot on the gas. He speeds by the defender, and he finishes to put the Bruins up three to one. Dude, me and Batch have been saying it for years. Years. We needed to get a right wing on that second line with Krejci, and the deadline move, as we expected, immediately started paying off. Brad Marchand added a goal late to pad the stats. The Bruins finally beat the Islanders, and they did it in style. Four to one. The game could have went either way for a minute, but man, once we got that lead, we kept it going. And I'll tell you who impressed me and who pissed me off. Once again, I'm impressed with the fourth line. Cassidy chose to start with them, and it paid off again, man. I mean, the Islanders all year have been beating us, and I think the way they've been doing it is they're just more physical. They hit, they move, they go. We've been able to contend with them with a period or two, but we haven't been able to do 60 minutes against them. And that fourth line for us, I think, set the tone for the other lines, and they benefited. It was a huge contribution. So... Also, all three guys that we acquired at the deadline factored into the scoring. Riley, Lazar, and Hall, all with points in this one. Also, David Krejci had a point in this game. I'm going to keep pointing it out to the people in the peanut gallery so that all of you can hear me, okay? So four points, two games. Feels good, right? I know I felt good. Did you or any of you think that back-to-back games was going to be a problem? I did. <laughs> yeah, I went into this one thinking, all right, we won, we got four points. I, this might be an overtime loss, something along those lines. I was scared going into this game. I expected pushback from the Islanders. I was not happy that Swayman was going to get the start. I thought he was going to get belted again. But what do I know? I mean, what the hell do I know? Everything lately is working out. It's all good. Pasta scored in the first period. Hall scores in the second, and Lazar pads the stats in the third. It ends up being a 3 to nothing win. A 3 to nothing win for the Bruins. And I can't believe that I'm saying this. I can't believe that this is happening. I can't believe that the Bruins are on as much fire as they are. Thank God they are, because the Rangers are also on fire. So there's lots to love about this game. We go an entire year not being able to beat the Islanders, and now... We beat them in back-to-back games and in back-to-back big moments. And not only did we get it done, but we smashed them. It's unbelievable. And I've got to say again, Swayman? (laughs) He looks for real. Chris Miller, I'm going to shout you out again. You told me after one game that the man was legit. I didn't listen. Of course, you've been watching him through the juniors and all that. I don't got time for all that. But you knew. You said he was good. And I will, I will next time listen to you when you tell me some of these things. Now, also, Taylor Hall had two goals in nearly a full season with the Sabres. Put him next to Krejci for a few games, and he's already matched that. He is on fire. You know who else is on fire? David Krejci. <laughs> David Krejci 
had a point in this game again. Are you noticing a trend? Is anyone noticing a trend for David Krejci? I mean, goodness gracious. He is so good. So six points in three games. At this point, I'm fat and happy. I'm going into this Capitals game yesterday, and it's all gravy to me. No matter what happened, I didn't care. Not that I didn't care, but you know what I mean. I was just happy that we had six points, and I was pumped up. Little did I know that the game against the Capitals was going to be one of the most compelling of the season. What an absolute fantastic gem of a game. Thank God I watched it. It was just fantastic. The first period, Bergeron and Krejci score to put the Bruins up early. In the last 10 seconds, Riley finally has a bad defensive play. McAvoy also messed up too, so it's not all on Riley. But uh, the Caps capitalize. They make it 2-1. to one. It's the end of the period, and I felt sick watching that goal go in because you work. The Bruins do this all day. They will work their ass off. They will go 19 and a half minutes, and then right at the end of the period, they will screw it up, and then the other team gets a goal, and they let him back in it, and all of a sudden, you could feel the momentum shift. Second period starts. It is not good. It went from feeling real good to, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. At that point, I was in Batch's wheelhouse. The negative energy was flowing. The Capitals get a power play, of course, and they cash in twice on it. All of a sudden, it's three to two Capitals. But then about a minute later, Brad Marchand nets one, and it's three to three. This game was ridiculous. It was awesome. At this point, I'm freaking out. I felt that the next goal was going to give either team the huge momentum push that they needed. And with the Boston Bruins, I'm going to tell you this right now. When you're down, you look to your star players. I'll say it again. Your star players to make big-time plays. David Krejci takes the puck, hangs out, moves back a little bit, a little dangle around the defender, and he scores. It was a big moment from a big-time player. That goal by Krejci gave the Bruins the momentum that they needed, and later in the period, Patrice Bergeron, the captain, he puts the Bruins up 5-3. to three. In the third period, there was a lot of questionable shit that happened. I'll tell you that right now. And I, another thing I'll say, I've never hated the Capitals. They've never been a team that I've looked at that I've been like, I really hate the freaking Capitals. It's not the Flyers. It's not the Penguins. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? It's not the Canadians, but they're up there now, man. These, these division things have really gotten me to get pissed off with a lot of teams. Um, Tom Wilson's hit on Corrali was cheap and it was unbelievable. I mean, when I'm listening to these stupid people talk, and I like the announcers for the most part, but they're just like, oh, Tom Wilson didn't mean to do it. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Corrali is going down. Yes, I agree. Corrali was going down, but guess what Tom Wilson decided to do? put his elbow out, and hammer him in the head with it. I'm, I, I mean, in my world, that's called elbowing, but I don't know. They were trying to paint the picture. I don't know if they don't want this guy getting suspended again. I'm not sure why you're giving a guy that has so many suspensions the benefit of the doubt, but hey, to each his own. If that was the end of it, it would have been bad enough, but that was not the end of it because the Tenorti boarding no call, I don't even know what that guy's name is, but number 21, he was pissing me off the whole game, and... The fact that Tenorti getting boarded was a no-call to start, unbelievable. They had to literally wait because Tenorti's just leaking all over the ice. They review it, and they change it to a five-minute major. That is fucking embarrassing. 
embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. These refs. Fucking embarrassing. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? Fucking embarrassing. You're really going to have a no call, and it turns into a five-minute major. Very bad officiating. This this one, I'll tell you right now, it was ugly, but, man, this one could have been way more ugly if the referees didn't call that five-minute major. So the worst part about this game was the, the five-minute power play that the Bruins had. They just couldn't move, couldn't get it going. I believe the Capitals had more scoring chances than we did, which is ridiculous, uh, but what are you going to do? Marshy pads the stats with an empty netter at the end. The Bruins win 6-3. to three. Also, David Krejci, he scored twice, two goals, multiple-point game. Do you see a trend? Does, does anyone see a trend? So in this one, it's hard for me to find a guy to be pissed at. I guess if I was going to be pissed, it would be at the defenders for letting up so many odd man rushes. This game is a perfect example of what I was trying to tell everybody. Now, I, I have come around on Swayman. I do believe that he is good. But I want everyone to put everything in perspective here. I like Halak too. Maybe Swayman is that guy that's going to get hot. And maybe Swayman should be in over Halak. Maybe. I don't know these things. I'm not yet. I'm not ready to say that yet. I'm just saying, if you're going to fight for Swayman, fight for him to be the backup. To fight for him to be number one, you can't do that until Tuka screws up. And if you watch this game against the Capitals, I don't understand how you could look at Tuka in any other way that the dude is a star. He's, he's phenomenal. How many odd man rushes did the Capitals have? How many chances did they have on our power play coming around the other end? He's making massive saves, huge saves. There are Capitals literally just hanging out in front of the net, not getting defended, and he's making big save after big save, sliding around. It was unbelievable. There's one thing Tuka Rask has always had. He's great positioning, and it saved him in this game, and really he saved us because there were a lot of times where if he let one of those in, man, and it's a one-goal game, I think the Capitals smash us because the one thing that the Capitals know how to do is capitalize, and that's what they do all day. So thank God for Tuka Rask. Thank God for David Krejci. Brad Marchand getting four points. The first line, fantastic. Everybody, everybody, you know what? Good luck. Thank God to the Bruins. They did good. Now, I want to play you guys a clip from last week, and this is where I'm going to go to a little bit of a batch bashing here, <laughs> okay? Because he couldn't make it, so I had to make something for him. So we're going to go back in time because I want to prove a point. And then I will do a recap as to what we think about what I am about to play right now. Does that sound good, everybody? Let us go. They are eight points behind the Penguins. That's not happening. They are ten behind the Islanders and the Capitals. You're basically playing for fourth place. So here's my thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to get the one seed, dude. (laughs) We're going to get the one seed. We're going to get it. Listen. Listen. We got three games at hand <laughs> with them, right? We play the Islanders twice. You, what are you laughing at? You, <laughs> no one can see Batch, but he is, he can't. Like, he literally can't. I can't believe you said that. Why? <laughs> That's not going to happen. Why is, why is it impossible? Tip drive. Krejci scores on the rebound. Speeding right.
right down the slot, and he scores two points the hard way. Allen is with some bad decisions. Here's Taylor Hall with a break. He scores! Taylor Hall, his first as a Bruin to give Boston breathing space in the third period. That is the power wing they have been looking for for years. How many times do we play the Capitals? Because all you got to do is beat them head to head. Good move, Krejci scores! Patiently waited for his second goal of the day. And the Bruins retake the lead at 4-3. The ability to be able to wait and have the confidence to know that the defender's going to go sliding by you. And then Krejci with a little bit of a curl and drag. Watch this. Going to shoot it? No. I'm going to wait, 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 wait. There goes Arloff. Hello and goodbye. And then short side, top shelf. What a play by Smith and a brilliant play here by David Krejci. That is dynamite. After all, feeling it now, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> oh, no, Batch. Batch, the Bruins win four games in a row. You said they had to win five, but they already won four in a row. The Bruins get eight points, and all of a sudden, the Bruins are only six points out of first place. Batch, you were laughing last week, right? You were <laughs> you were laughing last week, but you shouldn't have it now. I'm laughing, you idiot. <laughs> we made deadline moves. Four wins in a row. Batch didn't believe. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Batch. The Bruins have three games against the Sabres now. One against the Penguins. I would ask Batch, but he's not. Batch, how many points are we going to get? We did this last week. Knowing Batch, I would say that he would, to be fair, to be fair, letter Kenny reference, uh, to be fair, I would say Batch would probably go. I'll give him the opportunity to tell me later, but I, I would say that he would probably say six. Probably say we'd beat the Sabres. Actually, he was talking a lot of shit about us losing the Sabres. Maybe he would say four. He'd probably say we'd come back down to earth and give us four or five. Uh, but I'm here to let the world know we're going to get eight. We're going to get eight out of eight points. We will continue to climb the standings. Krejci will keep getting points each game. He will prove all the doubters wrong. And every one of you that do not believe in the Bruins will learn. And Batch, I, I'm sorry to do this to you, buddy, but for you, no, you know what? I won't do it to you. Joe Murphy, for saying that Coyle was better than Krejci, you know what you get? You just made the list! That's what happens. Better than Krejci. Look at that, man. Krejci is such a... Wonderful, wonderful person. I'm also going to go over this. I'm not going to go over this now, but you know what? I don't even know if I want to dignify this with a response. Very quickly, I'm just going to say, Ben Askren, you really let me down. (laughs) You really, you let the world down. Never fight again. Losing to Jake Paul is just, that's just the worst. You you really got to gonna have to look in the mirror and i know you got a lot of money so good for you there but my god i will never respect you again so you lost that and that's too bad and that's it i'm not gonna keep talking about that so we're gonna end this bruins are gonna get eight points i'm gonna shout out really quick the celtics they've won six in a row i've been paying attention probably should be talking about it on the podcast but i just haven't had time i'm once again gonna shout out my band at three years gone music on instagram we've got a show on saturday 
at the Overlook at St. Gabriel's. It's a dope place if you've never been there. Awesome venue. We're going to be playing from 8 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. We're going to be doing all the originals. We're going to be getting it going. Come have a drink with me. It's in Brighton. It's fantastic. So we're going to end it there. And as always, go to at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. Go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. I appreciate the support. We are very close to hitting 12K. Let's hit it, baby. Stay safe, everyone.